0: Welcome to the Fastest Five Minutes presented by Kroll and Mooring. We are your co-hosts for this edition, Peter Ayer and Yuan Zhou, bringing you a bi-weekly summary of significant government contracts, legal and regulatory developments that no government contracts lawyer or executive should be without. Uh, We're going to start with Yuan. Over to you, Yuan.
1: Thanks, Peter. On March 1st, the Biden administration released its national cybersecurity strategy with a stated goal of securing the full benefits of a safe and secure digital ecosystem for all Americans. The strategy highlights the government's commitment to investing in cybersecurity research and new technologies that protect the nation's security and improve critical infrastructure defenses. It outlines five pillars of action, which include defending critical infrastructure, disrupting and dismantling threat actors, shaping market forces to drive security and resilience, investing in a resilient future, and forging international partnerships to pursue shared goals. Now, notably, the strategy emphasizes a desire to shift the burden of cybersecurity and its associated costs and liability from individuals, small businesses, and local governments to the entities with the greatest expertise and resources, such as large owners and operators of critical infrastructure, vendors, and software developers. Additionally, it emphasizes the administration's support for legislative efforts for data minimization and increasing protection for sensitive data. So as an output, we should be expecting legislation regarding baseline cybersecurity measures and potentially new liabilities for providers of software products and services. Peter, back to you.
0: Great, thank you. On March 1st, DOD issued a final rule implementing Section 855, of Fiscal Year 22 NDAA. That section, Section 855, requires that certain entities disclose their use of workforce and facilities in China when submitting a bid or proposal for covered contracts, and covered contracts is a defined concept. And those disclosures have to be made unless a national security waiver has been granted. The final rule implements DOD's prior interim rule without change. The rule is operationalized through two DFARS clauses, DFARS 252-225-7057, and the title of that is Pre-award Disclosure of Employment of Individuals Who Work in the People's Republic of China, and DFARS 252-225-7058, and the title of that clause is Post-award Disclosure of Employment of Individuals Who Work in the People's Republic of China. The clauses must be incorporated into DOD solicitations and contracts with an estimated value over $5 million. And when there is a covered contract, again, a defined term, unless there's a national security waiver. So this is an area of intense scrutiny, particularly by DOD, uh, and something where there continue to be more developments. And we'll be watching those closely and, and sort of evaluating uh, the implications as we go. Now back to Yuan for an update on CHIPS.
1: Thanks, Peter. On February 28th, Commerce issued its first notice of funding opportunity under the CHIPS and Science Act of 2022, which gives federal funding and assistance to the U.S. semiconductor industry, including for building and operating new semiconductor factories. Now, Commerce's first notice makes funding and assistance available to commercial semiconductor fabrication facilities in the US. The notice places special emphasis on applicants investments in their workforce and community as a measure of workforce investment. Applicants that are seeking $150 million or more in CHIPS funding need to have a plan for access to high-quality, affordable, and reliable child care for facility and construction workers. And applicants can plan to provide child care in a variety of ways, including through new on-site or nearby child care, free arranged arrangements with existing child care providers, and child care subsidies. Applicants seeking under $150 million are also encouraged to do the same. Now, the notice also requires applicants to demonstrate their alignment and understanding of the economic and national security objectives of the CHIPS Act, their partnership with states and local governments, workforce training, and plans for program implementation, supply chain risk mitigation, and combating IP theft. So while the government has often used contract and grant opportunities to advance these policy objectives, this notice is really one of the first to specifically recognize affordable and available childcare as a priority for workforce development. Peter?
0: Great. Thanks. On February 28th, two senators sent letters to eight OIGs expressing their concern over financial conflicts of interest and other questionable behavior by senior government officials across the executive branch. The letters cite to a Wall Street Journal investigation that reviewed conflicts of interest across 50 federal agencies and found that one in five senior federal employees disclosed stock investments in companies while those same companies were lobbying their agencies for certain favorable policies. The companies that the government officials invested in include defense contractors, large tech companies, and pharmaceutical companies. The senator stated that federal law prevents executive branch officials from participating in a government matter that will have a direct and predictable effect on financial interests, but noted this requirement seems to have been overlooked or circumvented. The senators asked the eight OIGs to conduct broad and meticulous review of the issue, including an assessment of the effectiveness of existing rules and laws to prevent conflicts of interest, an examination of the efficacy of existing rules, identification of potential violations, and contemplation of how to strengthen existing laws and regulations. So that's it for this edition. We'll wrap this up. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. I can be reached at 202-624-2807, and Yuan can be reached at 202-624-2666. Thanks so much for joining. We'll see you again in two weeks. Take care.
1: The Fastest 5 Minutes podcast is brought to you by Kroll & LLP. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And if you enjoy our show, please leave us a review. You can find more information at kroll.com govconpodcast.